Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Yivamas daf Samach. We left off on daf Nun Tazan Beis. We're going to backtrack a little bit to Tanra Banan because it makes, that's a good starting point, about six lines from the, uh, from the end of the page. Um, we're going to backtrack to that because the Gemara is going to discuss that brisa. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children. We thank him very much for the sponsorship. Today we're going to talk about what happens if a Kohen Gadol marries somebody that he should not have married. So is he allowed to stay married to the person that he should not have married? Are the children going to be halalim? Maybe there's a difference between Isurei Losase and Isurei Asei. The Gemara is going to talk about who a Kohen Hedyot is allowed to be metamit to. We're going to do a lot of darshaning of Psukim at the beginning of Parsha Samar, which is a Dafyomi coincidence for people from Israel, and since Rabbi Tell is with us, it's Dafyomi coincidence, I guess. So uh, that's uh, the, the, a lot of uh, a lot of discussion of those inyanim of being metame to Krovim, and whether a Kohen is allowed to marry a Giyores that's Pchusumibas Gimel Shan Biyomecha. Typically, Kohen is not allowed to marry a Giyores. The assumption is she's already been Nivellas, but if she was uh, in the Skyro when she was less than three years old, and one day, so the assumption is that there's no Maisabia, so the question is, can a Kohen marry such a Gioras? And then the Gemara is going to discuss some of the details of how they would test for that. How would they test if a woman was a Besula or a Baula, that there was an actual physical test that they would do to be able to verify if a woman was a Besula or a Baula. So we're going to pick up again six lines from the end of the page on Daphne Tess and Beis, Tanurabanan. So the price says as follows, Tanurabanan, Anusas Atzmo, Mufutas Atzmo Lo Yisa, if a Kohen Gadol was Rahman a woman, he was Mefata a woman, so he cannot marry that woman. The Pasuk says, Ki im bisula kachisha. He has to marry someone who's a Basula at the time of the Nisuin. And he, this woman is not. It's his fault that she's not, but she is not a Basula. The and Im Nasa, the Im Nasa, if he does marry her, Nasa, so they are married. Anusas Mufutas if someone else was Rahman al-Sun, or Mafata the woman, so then Lo Yisa, he's also not allowed to marry her because again the same reason she is not a besula anymore but ve'im nasa but if he does marry her he has to uh, divorce her and uh, the uh, and, and the Rabbi not only that any children that they have since the child is going to be is going to be born from sulekuna is going to become a chalal he's not going to be a kohen the chum say that no the vlad is not a chalal when the kohen gadol marries a woman who is not a besula even though he has to divorce or they're not allowed to stay married. So the Gemara explains what it says in the Bryce. Now, im nasa nasu. We said if he marries Anusas Mufutas Atmo, someone who's not a Basula, but it's his own fault that she's not a Basula, they are married. What does that mean? Meaning, yeah, they're married, but he has to divorce her right away. He's not allowed to stay married to her. So it says, yeah, but then what are we saying? When you said im nasa nasu, meaning uh, I know that Chayavi uh, Lavi or Chayav say that there's going to be a Tfisas Kiddushin, that's not uh, such a great Kiddush. So what's Im Nasa Nasu? What does that mean? So Amr Avachabar Yaakov, Lomar Shem Shan Knas Mefuta. What it means to say is that if the Kohen Gadol marries the woman that he himself was Mefata, he doesn't have to pay the Knas that normally one has to pay for being Mefata, a woman, for seducing a woman. Only a Mefata that he doesn't marry, you have to pay the Knas. But once you marry her, you don't have to pay the Knas. In the Torah, right? Pasuk says in Ma'ini Ma'ina Vial the Sita Lo Kesav Yishkol Kamar Basulos. If the father doesn't give her over as a 
wife to him, then then you pay the kanas. So it sounds like if he does marry her, he's potter from the kanas. Tulsus raises the question in Shaila Mishan Kasmim Fut of him Tomar, the Kivin to buy a get, this Luxuba Kamal Manal Koin Godul, the Yesh Luxuba Kadamin Vyesh Mutaros, Avogav Dasurim and Atorim came Mainaf Kamina Mishan Knas. Hariesh Luxuba, Mali Knas, Mali Ksuba. Tulsa is gonna be the same amount of money anyway, because if he marries her and he divorces her, he's gonna have to pay a Ksuba. So uh, what difference does it make whether he's paying the money as uh, knas for being her or paying the ksuba? It's kesiv yishkol kimor amesulos. It's the same amount of money that the knas. The knas is the same amount of money as the uh, as as the ksuba is. So Tosh says the nafkamina is if she's mochel ksuba. That even so, he's going to be chayiv machmas the knas. If she's mochel ksuba, he would have to pay the uh, the knas. So that's what it means that he's not mifalim knas. If it's mefutas atzmo, that's what nasa nasi means. So azul rab gavia mi beksil rab gavia mi beksil went amr l'shmaita kamed ravashi and he said over this din of rafuna that he has to be motzier with a get that even though nasa nasi on a mefutas atzmo he has to divorce her. So he said that to ravashi. So amle ravashi said to rab gavia for rab rab yochan dami tarvayu rab and rab yochan both say bogeres umukas eitz lo yisa that a woman who's a bogeres meaning she's more than twelve and a half years old or a mukas eitz who lost her besulim through some sort of an of accident, but not through a, an actual Maisabia, Loisa, the Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry her because she is not a Basula, but Vim Nasa, but if he does marry her, Nasa, he does not have to divorce her. So Alma, it sounds like the reason that it's Nasa Nasa, even though she's also the Chachila to marry him, is because Sofa Lios Bogeris Tachtav, because anyway, she's going to become a Bogeris while he's married to her, Sofa Lios Mukas hates Tachtav, or anyway, she's going to become a Mukas uh, well, meaning she's going to lose her basulim anyway while she's married to him. Meaning anything that she has right now that's going to be uh, that's going to happen to her at some point during the marriage is no reason to end the marriage because it's going to happen to her anyway. Uh, Colin Gadol is going to marry her maybe when she's very young, but young people get older, so uh, she's going to become a bogeris anyway. Uh, if she was a mukaset, it doesn't mean she's going to have an accident when she's married to him, but she's going to lose her basulim. Not al yidei abias. Not only uh, somebody else, some bia with some other man. So she's going to be a mukasei tzachtov. So hachanami, why don't we say the same svar over here by a kohen gadol who marries anusas mufutas atzmo? Why does he have to divorce her? Sofalios buula tachtov. What's her chisaron? Is that she's a buula? She's going to become a buula during the marriage as well, and shouldn't that be a svara not to divorce her? So kasha, so it's a kasha from Rav and Rabbi Yochanan, where it seems that he does not have to divorce her. Just like Rabbi Rabbi Yochanan said, by a Bogeris and Mukas eight, he doesn't have to divorce her. The same exact svara should apply when he marries Anusasatzmo, Mufutasatzmo, that he does not have to divorce her. And the Gemara leaves it as a kasha. So the Rashba points out from the fact that the Gemara does not leave it as a tiyufta, it leaves it as a kasha. That tells you that the Allah really is like Rafuna. That even though Rafuna was left off as a kasha, if we really wanted to reject Rafuna, we would have left it off as a tiyufta. And the Rif, in fact, paskins like Rafuna. The raises the question, why Taka isn't in the Tiyofta? It seems like a pretty strong question, that why would a Bogaris Mukasets be any different? Bogaris Mukasets, since she's Sofa Leos Tachtov, she's going to be all of those things anyway, he does not have to divorce her, so why Taka? Don't we say the same thing by Anusa Satsmo Mufuta Satsmo, that she's going to be Sofa Leos Tachtov? So uh, the Orchoner suggests that there's Makam to be Mechalik between a Bogaris and Mukasets on the one hand, and Anusa Mufuta Satsmo on the other hand. 
By Bogaris Mukas Eitz, it could be that the Yisra is only Midrabanan to a Kayin Gadol. So the fact that she's going to Sofalios Bogaris and Sofalios Mukas Eitz, that would make it, since the whole thing is only going to be Drabanan anyway, in combination with the fact that the whole Yisra is Drabanan, plus the fact that she's Sofalios Tachtov, that, that if he marries her, he's not going to have to divorce her. But Bulus Atzma, where it's an Yisra Midaraisa, Sofalios Tachtov alone is not a Svara to be Matir Bidiyevet and to say that he does not have to divorce her. Other give the same tarot to Karen Ora and others. So now the Bryce had said, but what if it was not Anusas Mufutas Atzmo, Anusas Chavero, Mufutas Chavero, Lo Yisa, someone else who's Ma'anes and Rafata, the woman, he's not allowed to marry her. Vim Nasan, if he did, so Rabbi bin Yaakov would say the Vlad is therefore a Chalal, whereas the Cham say, no, the Vlad is going to be Kasher. So Amr of Hunam Rab, The Halacha is that the Vlad is a Chalal, like Rabbi Lazar bin Yaakov said, which is not surprising. Mr. Rabbi Lazar bin Yaakov is Kavinaki. We always pass like Rabbi Lazar bin Yaakov. That the Vlad is in fact a Chalal. Some say that Rabbi Huna said in the name of Rav, not that the Halacha is like Rabbi Lazar bin Yaakov. He tried to explain why is it that Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov holds that a Vlad that is born from a Kohen Gadol who marries Anusas Chavero, Mefutas Chavero, why does Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov think the Vlad is a Chalol? Because Savalak Rabbi Lazar, he's paskining like a Brisa that we're going to have in tomorrow's daf that Rabbi Lazar holds a Panoya Bala Panuya that if a single guy and a single girl have Bia together, Shalol L'Shem Ishos, just L'Shem Znos, that makes her a zona, and since she's a zona, it's a losase. Isha zona vechalala lo yikachu, and anyone who's born from a losase relating to kuhuna is a chalal. So why does Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov hold that, uh, that that in this case where anusas chaveru mufutas chaveru is a chalal? Because if she was anusas mufutas chaveru, that's panayah ba'al panuya, and therefore she's already a zona. And if she's a zona, that's going to uh, the kohen the kohen gadol is not allowed to marry her. That's going to create chalal. But is that true? Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov passes like Rabbi Lazar that makes her a zona. We say that that whenever Rabbi Lozman Yaakov says something, we paskin like him because he speaks very rarely, and whenever he speaks, he's uh, he's spot on. He's always exactly exactly correct. There are some Tanaim and Amoraim that speak very rarely, whose names come up not so not so often in Shas. Rabbi Lozman Yaakov is not you know is, is not that infrequent, but infrequent uh, enough, right? And then there are others that come up on every dot, right? You can't probably can't turn three pages in Shas without finding Abayi and Rava, right? There are certain Rav and Shmuel. So Vi'ilu Baha, whereas in this din of Panoya Bala Panuya, where it's Shalol Shemishos, Amravam Ramrav, Eina Lachuk Rabbi Lazar. We say that we don't paskin like Rabbi Lazar. So you can't say that Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov's Shita is based on Rabbi Lazar if we paskin like Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov, but we don't paskin like Rabbi Lazar. So Kasha, so it's taka difficult on Rav Huna who said that the basis of Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov is Rabbi Lazar, if after all we don't paskin like Rabbi Lazar, even though we do paskin like Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov. Now this is interesting that we're applying the principle of Mishnah Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov Kavinaki over here. The Merav Ranchburg points out that it's a riot from here that when we say Mishnah Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov Kavinaki is uh, 
that that uh, that 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 uh, over here is a brisa and not a mishnah. And nevertheless, the Gemara says Mishnah Rebbe Yaakov Kavanaki. There's a machlokas we showed him when we say Mishnah Rebbe Yaakov Kavanaki. How meduyak is that statement? Is it Mishnah Rebbe Yaakov or any time he speaks in some sort of literature of Tanaim, which would be a brisa as well? Over here, it's a brisa. It is not a Mishnah. So the Ravanshvuk says this is a kasha on those who say that it's only Mishnah Rebbe Yaakov Kavanaki, and he says that you have to say it's a machlokas asugias because there are other Gemaras that make it very clear that uh, the Gemara in Daf Lamed Zayin Beis says in order not to ask a stira Hilchusa Hilchusa Abayin Rava established that Rabbi Zimun Yaakov in the Brisa is going uh, the, like, like their shita um, that, like they, they hold the halach is in order that it shouldn't be a stira between what he says somewhere else and uh, and their shita so you see that in the Brisa also the halach is like him whereas the sugi over here it's Sayim Bekasha says it's a lashon kushya it's not a lashon of tiyufta it's a lashon of a dechia because this brisa we don't necessarily have to pass on like this brisa meaning he uses this this gemara in the end as a raya in the opposite direction yes we're saying that Mishnah Shabbos Ben Yaakov Kavanaki with regard to a brisa but we don't use that as a basis of a tiyufta that's only that can only bring us to kasha it can't get us to tiyufta why does it not get us to tiyufta because we don't really pass in that Mishnah Shabbos Ben Yaakov Kavanaki on a brisa so that would be the simple answer that we don't pass like this because it's only a brisa. So this actually teaches you the opposite that we only say by a Mishnah that Mishnah So the Gemara brings another way to explain the Machlokas and the brisa. Rav Ashi Amar that Rav Yaakov does not hold like Rav Lazar. He holds Panei Abalapniya is not a zona. So Kohen Gadol who uh, who's Boel Anusas or Mafutas Chavero is not in violation of zona. He simply in violation of an Isra essay. The Torah says, that in a positive way, he has to marry a Basula. So the fact that he has to marry a Basula means he can't marry a Basula, but it's not a los essay, it's a mitzvah essay. So you want to know what Machlokas is between Rebbe and Yaakov and the Rabbanan? Is there chalalus when you violate a mitzvah's essay? That Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov savar yesh chalal mechayavei essay. Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov says yes, that is enough to make a person a chalal. For Rabbanu savar yein chalal mechayavei essay. The Rabbanu will say no, that is not enough to make a person a chalal. Only a violation of a los essay relating to kuhuna is going to make the child a chalal. My time, Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov. Why does Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov, if that's the explanation of Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov, why does Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov hold that violation of a mitzvah's essay is enough to make the child because the Pasuk says, Amana Ugrusha Vachalala Zona Es Ela Lo Yikach Ki Im Besula. Pasuk says again in Parshas Emar that uh, he's not allowed to marry an Almana Grusha Chalala Zona, but he's only allowed to marry a Besula. And then right away afterwards, the, the very next Pasuk, it says, Velo Yichal Zarabamav, Kian Eyashem. <laughs> so Rav Lazar ben Yaakov holds that the pasuk below Yichalal that it says that the vlad becomes a chalal akulhu is going on all of the things that we mentioned even on what it says at the beginning that he should marry a basula and not a baula which is only in Israel that even when you when you violate that it's below Yichalal zaru ba'amav the the consequences of uh, of marrying a woman who's not a basula is that it's going to be mechalal zaru ba'amav for rabbanon and the rabbanon hold that the pasuk below Yichalal zaru is 
is not going back on the very beginning of the uh, the, the parsha that even someone who violates uh, it's not going back on even someone who violates yasei of kim b'sul me'ama It's only going on the beginning of that pasuk of almana, grusha, chalala, zona, all those low sases, all those low yikachs. Uh, so Ela hivsike uh, inyan because the word Ela in the pasuk. Uh, 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 breaks up the uh, the two uh, the two parts of the pasuk that it's telling me that there's a chilik between the two parts of the pasuk that only those who are born from Ela, those that are listed earlier in the pasuk meaning an almana a grusha chalala a zona all the low sases that's where you have chalalos but those who are born from a buula where it's only a violation of an assay of ki and besul me'am of yikachisha that does not become a chalal that Ela is not his it's not dividing the pasuk into two parts and saying that no, only the los says make the chalal and not the assay. Elis t- telling me something else. It's coming to be memai to coming his bowl his wife when she's a nida. That the vlad from a nida is not going to be a chalal. That would be very difficult to track if we had to, that a vlad from a nida is not going to be if if kohen uh, is bowl his wife when she's a nida that it's not it's not going to create chalalus. So keman ozla hadetanya. Who does this brisa hold like when it says? Uh, when it darshans the word Eila, because the Brisa says, Me'ela ata osachal, liata osachal minida. The Brisa actually explicitly darshans the word Eila, and it says, Yes, it's only from these that we list in the Pasuk that create Chalalos, but Nida does not create Chalalos. Come on, that is exactly the sheet of Rabbi Lazar Yaakov, that all of the Surim, the Lavim, and the Asay of Kim Basul Yikach all create Chalalos. But uh, Nida does not create Chalalos. So ask the Gemara of Rebbe Yaakov, according to Rebbe Yaakov, who disagrees with Rabban and holds the word Eila, is not there to be Mechalik, the Pasuk, the, not to distinguish the Los Haseis from the Asay in the Pasuk. It's only coming to be Mema'it, someone who's Bawala, according to Bawala Nida, that the child is not going to be a Chalalos. So why does the Torah say uh, Eila in the middle of the Pasuk? Why, meaning it sounds from the placement of the word Eila, that it's coming to divide the pasuk because it's in in between where we talk about the zona the almana grusha chalala and zona versus when we talk about besula so it makes sense that it's hivsika inyan but where if it's only coming to be mimayit anida totally separate topic to be mimayit anida why don't we just put it at the end of the pasuk so kasha so that taka is a difficulty on ravashi who says that the machlokas of lozman yaakov and the rabbanon is uh, is about how to darshan uh, these these psukim. So the Yamsha Shlomo is Mitaritz Akasha. Again, the Yisod is whenever it's Akasha and it's not a Tiyukta, it means that there's some sort of answer. So the Yamsha Shlomo says that based on the Rambam, in Zion, you can answer very simply. The Rambam holds that uh, the Vlad is only, uh, uh, that, that the Vlad does not become a Chalal from a Bu'ula unless he married her, uh, if he married, the Vlad only becomes a Chalal from a Bu'ula, from a Kohen Gadol with a Bu'ula if he married her. If he was Boel a Bu'ula but did not marry her, so uh, the, with the Biaznus, then the Vlad would not, uh, would, would, uh, would not become a, uh, a Chalal. So uh, as opposed to Bechayave Lavin, uh, even with Znus, the Vlad would be, would be a Chalal. Meaning Bu'ula is only in Israel. Ki Besula so if he wouldn't marry her and he would only have bia with a besula, with a non-besula rather, the vlad would not be a chalol. But if he just has bia with a chayav elavin, the vlad would be a chalol. So says the Yam Shoshomu, now I understand that the Torah says Eile in the middle of the Pasuk to be mechalik, all the losa says from the Asay. 
because they have different dinim from each other. So the Eila is not coming to be mafsik in terms of uh, in terms of which type of relationship <coughs> might create a halal, but in terms of the rules of when they create a halal. That when it comes to the los assays, that relationship will always create a halal. Whereas when it comes to an assay, the relationship will only create a halal if there was an actual marriage. If he went ahead and he uh, and he married her. Okay. Period. Now we go on to the discussion of Tumas Kohen to his relatives. The Torah tells us again in next week's parasha and Moral Kohen and Bnei Aaron that Lenefesh uh, Le'Yitam of the Amma the Kohen is not allowed to become Tamei Ki Im L'Sheira Karav He's only allowed to become Tamei to the Zayin Krovim. So uh, the the uh, a sister uh, is a unique situation that it's he's not always allowed to be Metamei to his sister. The Torah elaborates and says La'Chosa Besula Krovei Lava Shaloi Salish La'Yitama that he's only allowed to be Metamei to his sister if she's not married. So what exactly are the Gedarim of that? What if she has Erisin, but not Nisun? What if she was married? She's no longer married. So that's what the Gemara is going to discuss now. Tan Rabbanan, Achoso Arusa, if his sister had Erisin with a man, but not yet Nisuin, and then she died. So is the Kohen allowed to be Metamitur? Rameh Rabbi Omrim, Metamila. He absolutely could be Metamitur, says Rameh Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon, they team up. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon, Omrim, that she, he may not be metamitur. Anusa Mufuta, what if his sister was in Anusa Mufuta? She, uh, she was uh, with a, 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 a man, but not married to a man, then Divrayakal, ain metamila. Then all of the Tanayim that disagree in this Brisa would say that ain metamila, that he's not allowed to be metame. The Gemara is going to explain why not, meaning she doesn't have a husband to take care of her. She's in Anusa Mufuta. What's the basis for such a limo that ain metamila? So Muka. Eight in Metamila. The Mukas eight. If his sister was a Mukas eight, she was not a Basula. He's the Ein Metamila Div Rabbi Shimon. Now notice we previously had Rameir Rabbi Yud on one side, Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Shimon on the other side, and then we had one case where everybody agreed, all four agreed, and now we have a different Rabbi Shimon. He seems to have broken off from Rabbi Yossi about this. And it's only Rabbi Shimon. The Gemara is going to draw attention to that later on. That's why I'm mentioning it. So Mukas 8, Ein Metamila, Diver Rabbi Shimon. That Rabbi Shimon holds that even if a woman lost her besulim as a result of an accident, her brother, the Kohen, is not allowed to be Metamitur when she dies. Shai Rabbi Shimon Omer, because Rabbi Shimon says that the rule is as follows. Ru'uya l'koin gadol, metamila. She'ein ru'uya l'koin gadol, ain metamila. If a woman is in a position where she's rightly to marry a Kohen Gadol, meaning she's a Basula, then a Kohen Hedyot, even a, a regular Kohen brother, is allowed to be Metamitur when she dies. But if she is a woman who was not rightly to marry a Kohen Gadol, then her regular Kohen Hedyot brother is not allowed to be Metamitur. Rabbi Shimon Darshan's Gzeru Shava, by the Parsha of marrying a Kohen Gadol, it says, Ki im Basula me'am of Yikachisha, and the, the parsha in parsha Zamar being of allowing uh, Kohen Hedder to be metami to his sister, it says Lachoso Habesula Loyitama. By both of them, he uses the term Besula. So he says it makes sense. And we're talking about the same person, the same type of person, someone who is a Besula that is kasher lekuna gadola is the type of Besula that a Kohen Hedder is allowed to be metami to. So uh, the, this is a machlo that, that, and the other time disagree, and uh, the, and uh, and. and uh, uh, as we'll see soon. So uh, if the woman dies, Ubogeris Metamila Divri Kaladam. Everyone's going to agree, Divri Kaladam is an unusual phrasing, but it means all of the Tanayim agree that he can be Metami to Ubogeris. 
Um, and even Rav Meir holds that a coin Gadol is not allowed to marry a Bulgaris. Nevertheless, he allows a coin Hediot to be metame to a Bulgaris. And the Gemara is going to try to figure out where where Rav Meir learned that from. So my time is Rav Meir Rav Yudah. But going back to the beginning of the Brisa, right? We said that Achoso Arusa. When a woman is an Arusa, Rav Meir Rav Yudah said metamela that the coin is allowed to be metame to his sister when she was be'erisin with another man. So the Gemara says, did Darshiyachi? They darshan the pasuk about the heter of a coin being metame to his sister as follows. Ula achosa besula, that he's allowed to be metami to his sister who's a besula. That means if she's not a basula, she was with another man on a nusa mufuta, she is not allowed to be metamitim. So he is not allowed to be metamitim. So yachol sha'ani motzi af mukas eitz. You might think that I'll exclude from the pasuk that he can't even be metamitim mukas eitz because she's also not a basula. So tamalomar shaloi ish. That's why the pasuk specifies only if she was lohi sole ish. Mishav yasali de ish. Someone who became a non basula as a result of being with a man. Yatsazu as opposed to a Mukas 8, who's not physically a Basula, but it's not a result of being with a man. She'en aviyasa al ish. So the Gemara explains the Hemshech of the Pasuk according to Ramein Rabbi Yehuda, Hakrova l'Rabos Harusa, a love l'Rabos HaVogeres. They darsh the word Akrova to tell me that he is allowed to be metame to Achoso Ha'arusa. And a love, we darsh to teach me, L'Rabos HaVogeres, that he's allowed to be metame to his sister, who is a Bogeres. So, Halamali uh, Kra asked Gemara, the idea that he's allowed to be metame to Achoso HaVogeres, the very last thing that we just said, why do I need a Pasuk to tell me that he can be metame to his sister who is over 12 and a half years old? Vamar Rabbi Meir, didn't Rabbi Meir say that from the Pasuk, Vuhu Isha Bivisu Leha Yikach, where uh, the, 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 the fact that it says Bisuleha and not Bisula, we darshan that it needs to be called Bisuleha, and therefore the Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry a Bogeres. That's where a mayor learnt the idea that he's not allowed to marry a Bogeres. But the implication of that drasha is it's only the extra Yud that tells me that that includes a, a, a Bogeres. So Bisula, sounds like just the word Bisula implies any amount of basulim that's left, even a mitzas basula, would be included. So, uh, so that would include a bogeris as well. So over here it says lacho. So ha basula doesn't say basuleha. There's no extra yud, extra base, extra anything. It just says achoso habisula. That is, so it sounds like he's allowed to be metame to anyone who has basulim kolduhu, anyone who has any amount of basulim left. So says Marno Israch. I still need the word a love to tell me that he's allowed to be metame to a bogeris. I could not have derived it just from the fact that it says that he's allowed to be metame to a basula. I might have had a havamina nail of basula, basula mehasam, that I should make a limut through gzeir shava. That the Pasuk says he's allowed to be metame to his sister who is a basula. And in the parsha of Onus it says, uh, 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 and the apostle describes the man as ma'anes of besula, and he used the word besula in both cases. So malahalon, just by, like by ones, the fact that you have to pay her kanas is only if it's a nara, because it said that explicitly in the apostle that ki matzayish nara besula. So just like over there by the parsha of ones, it's explicit that it's only a nara. So afkan, I might think by the head to be matami to your sister afkanami. Nara, that it's only a Nara. And that's why the Pasuk says a love to tell me that no, that even if the sister is a Bogeres, a Kohen is allowed to be Metame to his sister, the Bogeres. So, what about those who disagree? Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, Maitai Mayu. So, Darshiyachi, 
They dash in the Pasuk as follows. Ula achosa ha-basula. That tells me that it can be metame to only to a sister who is a basula. That immediately excludes pratla nusa mufutas umufutu mukaseit. That right away knocks out that he's not allowed to be metame to a sister who is not nusa or was a mufuta or is a mukaseit because she's not a basula. So that, uh, that, and that, that last din about mukaseit, they disagree with Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. That according to them, you can't be metame to her because she's not physically a basula. Asher lo haisa pratla rusa. And from the fact that it says Asher Lo Haisa tells me that he's not allowed to be Metame to his sisters in Arusa, which again is in disagreement with Rabbi Rabbi They said he is allowed to be Metame to his sisters in Arusa. Hakrova, the Rabbos Arusha And Hakrova tells me, yeah, but if she had Arisid and then got divorced and then died, so since at the time she died, she didn't have Arisin with anybody, she, uh, she no longer had Arisin with her husband, so you are allowed to be Metame her. And then they love the Rabbis of Bogaris. And they love tells me that he's allowed to be Metame to Bogaris. So uh, the, the Gemara asks, how can you say that Rabbi Shim Darshan is the word Hakrova, the Rabbis Arusha Shinus Garsha? That Hakrova comes to be Marbe, that he's allowed to be Metame to an Arusha Shinus Garsha, to his sister who was an Arusha that he has since been divorced from. After all, didn't Rabbi Shimon teach in the Brisa that only a sister is a, uh, only the, the sister of the Kohen Adyot who is Rawi to a Kohen Gadol, he can be Metame to. But if she is not Rawi to marry a Kohen Gadol, then the brother Kohen Adyot is not allowed to be Metame to her. So how could it be that Rabbi Shimon is Marba, that he's allowed to be Metame to a sister who is Narusa Shinis Garsha? And Narusa Shinis Garsha is absolutely not, not Mutter to a Kohen Gadol. She's a Grusha. So, uh, so by the rules that Rabbi Shimon lays out for us, there's no way the Kohen Adyot should be allowed to be Metame to her. She's a Grusha. So Shani Yasem to Rabbi Rachmana, Krova. No, but you're right. It doesn't follow the Klal. But there's a Pasuk to tell me that this is an exception to the Klal. The, the Pasuk says Krova. Since the Torah is Marba HaKrova, that tells me that the brother, the Kohen, is allowed to be Metame to her because she's Krova to him. Iachi, if that's the case, Mukha says Nami Rabbi. So why don't you, uh, why aren't we Marba Mukha says also? Mukha says is not Royal Kohen Gadol, but why don't we darshan from HaKrova that, she, that he should be allowed to be Metame to Mukasates as well. So says Gmar, so says Gmar, Krova Achas Stein. Krova sounds like it could only be Marba one extra relationship, not two. Meaning the Klal is still a Klal. There happens to be a Yotze Minaklal, but there's only one Yotze Minaklal. The Klal is still true. If a woman is Kasha Lukoy Gadol, then her brother, the Koyen Hedjah, is allowed to be Metamitur when she dies. She's not Kasha Lukoy Gadol, the brother, the Koyen Hedjah, cannot be Metamitur when she dies. And there's a Yotze Minaklal, and that is uh, about a, a Grusha from Erisin. And uh, we don't have two Yotze Minaklal, uh, about a Mukasait as well. Mukasait is not a Yotze Minaklal. But Umari Isa, once you know that there's one Drasha to have one Yotze Minaklal, what made us choose? The Grusha Mina Erisin is the Yotze Minaklal and not the Mukaseitz as the Yotze Minaklal. Meaning, why not say that the Kohen is allowed to be Metame to the Mukaseitz and he's not allowed to be Metame to the Grusha? Why do we reverse that? So says Mara, Ha Very simply, in Mukaseitz, there was a physical Maisa that was done to her that made her a Mukaseitz. Whereas the sister who was Niskarsha, nothing physical happened to her body. She went through halachic uh, changes of, the, of uh, having a Chalos of Kid and then having a chalos of a grusha. So I'd rather say that when the Torah is being marbled from Hakrova, that he's allowed to be metameter, it's someone who did not go through some sort of physical change. And that's why it's the grusha. 
Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yossi means Shavke Lebar Zuge, from the fact that Rabbi Yossi abandons his partner in, uh, in, 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 in Shita, it was Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon, the beginning of the Bryson said that Achos Arusa, Rabbi Rabbi Yuda say that you are allowed to be Matami too. Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon team up and say you're not allowed to be Matami. And then in the Hemshech of the Bryson, when it talks about Mukhaseid, it only mentions that Rabbi Shimon holds Eino Matamila. It does not say Rabbi Yossi anymore. So Machal, the Mukhaseid's Krameris relay must be that Rabbi Yossi holds like Rabbi Meir about the Mukhaseid. That the Kohen Hedyot is allowed to be Matami to his sisters and Mukhaseid. not like Rabbi Shimon that he's not allowed to. So Minale, where does Rabbi Yossi learn that din that he holds that the Kohen is allowed to be Matami to his sisters and Mukhaseid? So says Mara, Rabbi Yossi learns it, Milohai Sali'ish. From the fact that the Pasuk says, that's who that's who you can be Matami to. So it sounds like only to a sister who was never Bikidushin with another man, like Rabbi Meir Darshan. And the Mukhaseids would never had Ish. She was never with another man. She would never share her, her, her uh, the fact that she's not a Basula is not a function of another human being. And therefore he's allowed to be Matamitur. So affecting Mara, but wait, Vaha Apikte. Rabbi Yossi already learned something from those words to exclude an Arusa that he's not allowed to be Matamitu in Arusa. How can he double dip? How can he use those same words to teach us about Mukhaseids? So Chad Lohaisa, Milohaisa, the Chad Milaish. There are two drushes to be made because there are two words, one from Lohaisa and the other one from Le'ish. Uh, and a love, now the Gemara goes back to Rabbi Shimon's drasha, where he said, a love, L'Rabos HaBogeres, that a love tells me that a coin is allowed to be metame to his sister, the Bogeres. But didn't Rabbi Shimon say that Basula implies where complete Basulim are intact, and that's not Bogeres. So over here where it says, it means that it could be Metame Dafka to a sister who has full Basulim intact. So how can you dash from a love that it could be Metame to a Bogeres? She does not have full Basulim intact. So the reason Rabbi Shimon is also that over there from Basula, means Basula Shlema, we learn it from the parsha over here of the heter of a coin to be Matami to a sister. Did Darashachi, he darshans as follows, from the very fact that the Torah needs an extra word of a love to tell me that a coin is allowed to be Matami to a Bogeres, sounds like Michlal to Basula, Basula Shlema Mashma. Sounds like from the word Basula, I would not have known that he's allowed to be Matami to a Bogeres because a Basula would only give him a heter to be Matami to a Basula Shlema. So that's how I know that Basula means Basula Shlema from the very fact that I need the word a love to tell me that he's allowed to be Matame to a Bulgaris. Period. Now the Gemara moves on to a different discussion. There is a halacha, again in next week's parsha that Cohen is not allowed to marry a zona. Like we said, Isha zona v'chalal lo yikachu. So because of that iser, a Cohen is also not allowed to marry a giyores. The Mishnah is going to say in tomorrow's daf that ain zona el a giyores u So there's machlok, Reb Shimon Lechavim, what about a giyores that we're about to learn? What about a giyores that's in a skyer when she's less than three years old? Is the Cohen allowed to marry her because before she was Niskaira, there could not have been a Bia that was halachically defined as a Bia because even if she was Nivala, uh, the, the Sulim is going to be Chosrim. So Tanya, Rabbishim Benichai Omer, Giyores Pchusim Vashosham Yomechav, you have a Giyores that's less than three years old. Ksheira Lakuna, she's allowed to marry a Kohen, even the Kohen Gadol. Shinamar, because the Pasuk says, uh, Moshe says to the uh, the people who are fighting the Melchemist Midian, the Kalhataf Banashim Ashalayodu Mishkav Zachar, Hachayulachem. So Rabbishim holds Hachayulachem. 
Yulachem means that you're allowed to marry them. It doesn't just mean leave them alive. It means you're allowed to marry them. So the Gemara uh, explains the Raya. Vare Pinchas, Pinchas was a Kohen. Vare Pinchas Imayim, and he was also a warrior. He was going out to Melchanas Midian. It says, O son, that's Pinchas Ben Elazar Kohen. It's Beferish in the Passover. So the, this whole uh, speech that Moshe Rabbeinu was given was given to Pinchas as well. And he says, Lachem, that you're allowed to marry these uh, young girls that are less than three years old. So you see that a Gyaros is and the Rabbanan who disagree, they say, no, it doesn't say marry them. It says that you can keep them alive. That means it means they're yours, but take them as Avadim and Shvachos. If Rabbi Shimon learns from this passage that a Gyaros is Kasha Lakuna, why is it only less than three years old? Nami, even if she's more than three years old, we should look from the passage. That any woman who has not had, has not had beer with a man, and Rabbi Shimon says that means you're allowed to marry them. Who, where does it say three years old? It just says someone who hasn't been with a man. So it says Huna that it must be that more than three years old is problematic because of what Rafuna taught based on the stira in Pesukim. Rafuna Rami. Rafuna asked the following stira. Ksiv, on the one hand, the Pasuk says, Kol Isha Yodaas Ish Lumishkav Zachar Harogu. So Isha sounds like a Gedola, and that's where the Torah says, if she was Yodaas Ish, she was with a man, Harogu, Ha Eino Yodaas, but it sounds like if she was never with a man, she was never developed Ish. Kaimu, so then you should you're allowed to keep her alive. So sounds like a young woman, a, a child, whether she's yadu or lo yadu, whether she was with a man or not, you're allowed to leave her alive. Uksiva, the Pasuk that you could be you could leave the taf alive only if they were lo yadu mishkav zachar. but it sounds like if they were with a man, then arobu. So it's a steer in the pasuk. From the first pasuk, it sounds like. You're allowed to keep the taf even if nivalu. Whereas the second pasuk says, "No, you're only allowed to keep the taf that were not nivalu, not the ones that were nivalu." So how are we miyashiv the stira? Have omer? You have to say that the pasuk when it talks about nivalu doesn't mean that she actually had bia. It's about whether she was ra'oi to have uh, to have bia. The pasuk says, "Kalisha means any woman who's ra'oi to be as ish, even a katana that's more than bashol shalom you have to kill her, and, and even if she was not nivelas, and the apostle that's referring to a taf that's not ra'oi libia. How do you know From the fact that, that it says taf that didn't that didn't know ish that so because of that stira it has to be talking about ruili bal. So minayati, how do you know uh, who's considered ruili bal that you have to kill and who's not ruili? They would bring them in front of the tzitz of the Kohen Gadol. If her face would turn a greenish complexion, then you know that she's three years old. If her face would not turn a greenish complexion, we know she's not yet uh, three years old. A simon for over Avera that they become sick with the disease of a droken, which is uh, some sort of jaundice that their face turns colors. Similarly, when it comes to the Benos Yavesh 
Gilad, after the Mice of Pilegish Begiv, at the end of Sefer Shoftim, it says, that they found 400 women who were never with a man, from, for, never slept with a man, and those are the ones that they gave to the Bnei Binyamin to marry. So, Minayadi, how did they know who had and not been with a man? So, Minayadi, who had they would stand them up over a barrel of wine. Bu'ula rechanodef. If she was a bu'ula, the aroma of the wine would come out through her mouth. Besula ain rechanodef. If she was a besula, it would not come out through her mouth. I don't know of any scientific explanation of this uh, this test, but that's what the Gemara says they did. But if they had another test that they could pass her in front of the tzitz, why don't they just do that? That the tzitz is 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 meant to function. The tzitz is meant for positive things, for divrei ritzoi. Not to uh, not for for Puranus. and therefore they couldn't be bodic these women all day at sits because the sits would therefore cause misa and Puranus. So by Midian also they shouldn't have used the sits not to cause Puranus, to kill the women who were uilabia. So Ravashi lahem ksiv lahem l'ratzon v'al Puranus l'avdechavim mafil l'Puranus. No, in that case we deal with l'avdechavim. The sits can function as Puranus for l'avdechavim. It's just not uh, uh, supposed to be functioning as uh, as Puranus. For uh, for Yisrael, so that's why by Yavish Gilad they didn't use the tzitz, uh, but whereas by uh, whereas by Midian they did use the tzitz. Okay, we're a little bit behind, but tomorrow we'll